1: Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta.
2: I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring out of respect. There are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild
1: Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. NFL Podcast. I'm Jeff Erickson. My guest today is Russ Prentice. For those of you who are hockey DFS players, you may know Russ from uh, some of the writing he did for us uh, last season. Uh, those of you play are CDM players or NFFC players or NFPC players, you know Russ from those circles as well. Uh, he's an avid player, does a ton of best ball leagues, so we're going to have a little bit of focus on that, uh, as well as some of the overrated underrated and, of course, the news of the day. Russ, how you doing, man? Very good, Jeff. Thanks for having me on. Of course. Uh, happy to have you on. And I, I know you do a ton of drafts. You do a lot of analysis of the player pool. And I'm eager to get some of your hot takes. Uh, mm-hmm. our, our mutual friend Scott Jensen said you're going to be you won't be short on hot takes. So putting you up on a pedestal here.
2: I'm uh, kind of the one more the yeah, opinionated uh, guys in our group. So
1: well, that's good. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Opinions. Opinions sell podcast or something like that. I hear. Sounds uh, good. Yeah, So let's go with that. All right. Let's start off uh, the the news item that's pretty much leading every day this week is Andrew Luck and his status. Uh, they'd like to make it now. They're saying they'd like to make a decision on the week one starting quarterback after the third preseason game. Boy, that sounds really optimistic.
2: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not buying in too much on the, his. Uh... Status going forward here I've I been mean, kind of avoiding him in every draft So,
1: yeah. Who are we blaming for this by the way That the misinformation campaign again Is it ourselves for Not really scrutinizing this in April Is it you know Jim Irsay Is it uh, Frank Reich Is it Chris Ballard Is it Locke himself uh, For you know just getting Seemingly like we got caught off guard once again With the severity of this injury It seems
2: like they, they Missed diagnosed it or something like that. It was like he, he called it a calf issue and then it was an ankle issue and they didn't, weren't sure which one it was. So right. not really sure if it was a medical mistake or Luck trying to battle through it without letting him know actually how much it was hurting. I don't, I'm not quite really sure what's going sure. on there.
1: Of course. So, you know, the thing about Luck is, uh, you know, we've downgraded him in our projections. He's now our number 10 quarterback and sliding. Uh, but it's not just him it's also his teammates. I mean, I, I you have to down, downgrade TY Hilton, don't you? Oh,
2: yeah, of course. Yeah, it affects pretty much everybody from the entire fantasy roster on their on their offense.
1: Yeah, I mean, cuz I mean, it's not like Hilton's, you know, toxic waste now or anything like that, but he was, you know, top 10 wide receiver. Now he's not. I, we've had, let's put him down at 16 in his wide receiver rankings. Uh, that that's in PPR formats, and it's probably uh, you know maybe even lower still in standard scoring because he's not a huge red zone sort of guy. He's more of a deep ball sort of guy, uh, and also I, I even think it's Marlin Mack. I think it's the tight ends. I think it's pretty much every skill position player because yeah. it's just a, a poor functioning offense.
2: Yeah, uh, I, I've got him down at fourteen right now, but I mean that's a that's something I could. Even go maybe one or two spots further. I don't think the list is very far
1: off there. Right, right. Marlon Mack, we've got at 17 among running backs. You know, I think he already was low man on Eric Ebron and on uh, Jack Doyle. So it might be harder to lower them too much. I mean, and let's face it, Doyle's or you know, seemingly perpetually banged up already as it is. Same with Ebron for that matter too. Uh, so you know, th- those are they're tough guys to peg. It just hurts all causes in the Colts offense.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and, and shockingly, it actually hurts their defense a little bit too. Their defense was kind of a sleeper of mine coming in, but uh, yeah, whenever you you've got an offense that's not uh, requiring the other team to throw as much, then your defense can't put up those sacks and interceptions. That's right. So, yeah,
1: yeah, and you know that's the thing is we saw the way they closed last year that playoff game against the Texans. Yeah, they were a sneaky, get excited, good, young, up and coming defense. Yeah, we'll see. Maybe they overcome it. Maybe the fact that they've got a better offensive line now than they did two years ago, when the last time luck was out. Maybe that protects Brissett a little bit more and may, maybe shields some of those errors.
2: Yeah, it might, Mac might actually pick up some of the 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 loss in product. In uh, uh, he might gain some more extra touches, but maybe not be as efficient. But uh, might might be come out to a washer on him. But uh, uh, still, the, can't help them from the outset.
1: Yeah, so yeah, that that's going to be something that uh, is going to be hovering over a lot of drafts. If you drafted early, man, you're hating that. So, and I know you did draft early because we're talking off air beforehand. You do a lot of BB tens. You did the uh, fishbowl You did Razz Bowl. Do you have any shares of Luck so far? Any shares of Hilton? I
2: have zero shares of Luck anywhere. Really? Um, I may have a share or two of Hilton, but. Uh, not exactly the offense I was targeting even from the get-go.
1: <laughs> right, right. I have,
2: very, I have very few shares of of Mac either, so it's I don't know. It's been a they been a they were a team I kind of avoided anyways.
1: Why is that? So, I'm
2: not really sure. I, I think they just kind of are in zones where I was going going the other direction when those players came up. I do like T.Y. Hilton. I have for a while. Uh, um, just kind of had been in spots where i had been. I've been going with uh, George Kittle in that area, or or, or trying to get a uh, an extra running back if I got an early pick and early going with a running back in the early third, like a I don't know an Aaron Jones or anybody who fell out of the out of the second round. Um, but I have a lot of George Kittle. That's that's kind of the guy I get in that area.
1: Yeah, often. Uh, that's so. so. Where so you, I was asking Liz about this earlier today. So are you big on getting one of the big three tight ends, or is it Kittle specifically? It's, What's your take on that?
2: Um, Kittle kind of be, has been the guy I've gotten more often than than, than Kelsey or uh, Ertz. Um, Kelsey, you kind of got to invest that early second or even a late first on him in some drafts. So that hasn't been a spot I've been jumping on a lot. I think I've got one of him out of my 11 baseball, best ball 10 so far. Um, but I've got uh, three Kittles, and I also got him in the uh, Razz Bowl, and uh, I've got him in another another uh, big uh, 96 person tournament league that I'm in. So I do have quite a few Kittle, a little bit of Kittle exposure. Um, I don't believe I've taken Ertz anywhere yet. Um,
1: Is that by I'm, design or just the way you've been?
2: Not, I'm not, I'm not as down at him as some people are because of Dallas Goddard, but uh, I don't know. He just kind of, one of those guys that scares me. And uh, I just have been in the situation where it's been Kittle or him. And I've been kind of, I like Kittle more. So, uh, it's just been been the situation where I take Kittle more
1: often. <laughs> I ended up with Ertz. I think it was in Rasbol actually, because uh, yeah. I was drafting late in the third round, uh, and that just seemed like it, 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 that's there's a kind of a point of demarcation where I don't like the running backs necessarily. There, it's like, okay, well, I'm just going to take Ertz, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I'd prefer Kittle uh, definitely over him, but. I'm not re- you know I, I it's it's like if we we're doing an auction, it'd be like by one dollar more. you know it's, yeah, it's pretty no, close. they're
2: they're very close to me too. I, I took Kittle at three at the three six and and Rasbol and Ertz was the next pick, but uh if Kittle had gone, I probably would have gone with Amari Cooper instead of Ertz, so yeah, who knows how that would end it up but
1: well, and let's face it, Amari Cooper's not even totally safe right now either.' Yeah, got that heel enough. injury. <laughs> They, uh, the uh, just yesterday they said there's a touch of plantar fasciitis in the, in, as part of this injury, and boy, that, that's a scare word.
2: That one scares me a lot. I, I'm definitely off him for the time being, moving him way down my list. Uh, I'm not sure how far I, I or where I would jump on him if he fell, but uh, he, he's definitely uh, taking a big hit in my rankings right now. And uh, who knows? Who knows where where, the, where that's going to end up before the season starts if you are going to have much. Improvement there It's not a good injury For a receiver
1: No Certainly not Certainly not uh, We've seen toe injuries Heel injuries any certain, Anything with the Anything in the foot There Super scary uh, So uh, yeah, It's definitely Something that I, I'm worried about And I already have Some exposure to Cooper So I probably won't Have any more Yeah
2: I've been uh, I've been drafting a lot of uh, Michael Gallup late, so I'm not, you? Too, I'm not too upset about that.
1: No, <laughs> I, bet <laughs> I bet not. I Bet not at all. Uh, another guy that I had some early exposure to that I may not have any more exposure with, unless his price drops back down, which he might. is Kenyon Drake. Uh, I I really think he's way better than Kalen Bellage, way better. But
2: See, I'm not a fan. Of, I'm not a fan at all. Uh, Skills wise, he's probably a good player if you put him on. On a better team, but I mean that Dolphins team is just they're they're a dumpster fire, and that that's the worst offensive line
1: in the league, in my opinion. Um, my Bengals they, are fighting for that. They're role.
2: they're right there. They're right there too. They're not they're not uh, they're not exactly lighting the world on fire, but uh, uh, I think I've got them 29th or thirtieth in my my online, my offensive line rankings. But Miami's dead last in the league to me. Yeah. So I I, I was off Drake early on, even even when. He started moving up a little bit, but uh, then the then the Bellage news started creeping up, and Drake started coming back down. And now Drake's—I mean, with the way Belage looks like he's playing, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't even touch Drake right now with his injury.
1: I can appreciate that. And uh, since I got my early exposure on Drake, I probably won't have any, have much more. I believe in the player skills. Uh, I I'm happy to see Adam Gay's gone. I didn't like seeing Belage get early, sna- you know, first team reps ahead of him early in training camp. Uh, not at all. I was like, what is it with this guy? Uh, now he's in a walking boot? Okay, well, now I have easy justification to stay away.
2: I, th- I thought the Bellagio stuff early in camp was more just camp talk, more yeah. just like, well, they know what they have in Drake. Let's take a look at what we've got in Balage and see if they can have a two-headed monster backfield or or, or, or Bellagio is worthy of some extra touches. But uh, I wasn't expecting him to take over Drake's job. and maybe there's some, there was some warranted, warranted uh, backup to that because it looks like is doing pretty good from what I've
1: seen. Yeah. So. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. Uh, another injury in- information. It doesn't seem serious, but anytime you hear any news about him, you get worried. Odell Beckham junior uh He's got a bruised hip. It's a, not a hip pointer, but instead a different hip issue. Uh, kept him sidelined from the team portion of the uh, Wednesday joint practice with the Colts. Apparently, confusing injuries are contagious. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Beckham with his new club? Does this move the needle at all for you? Where are you on him?
2: doesn't really move the needle much for me. I already had him probably a little bit lower than most people, but uh, I had him at down at seven, which was, I mean, right above Mike Evans and the... Uh, traveling circus of Antonio Brown um, but uh, I, I am not gonna move him uh, for the time being I still have got a couple guys ahead of him I'm, I'm just a little bit concerned with his uh, the, the new team and he's got a little better targets around him now and and
1: uh, but a quarterback uh, that can actually deliver it to him though
2: too. I, I'm not, I, yeah I don't I don't I don't I don't dispute that at all I, I know Baker's far superior to Eli but uh, there's always the the transition and, and I don't know Beckham's I, I like him as a player. He's just I, I don't know i tend to, to felt he's always a little bit overrated in fantasy. I mean he's he's not a huge volume guy. I mean he gets great really good yards for catch typically when he gets breast bustles big ones and sure. he gets in the end zone quite a bit, but I, I don't know in PPR leagues, I tend to I tend to prefer a couple other guys,
1: yeah, so you probably got Thomas over him and Tyree kill over him yep, yeah okay, I'm looking at because I'm comparing your like. You know, you said seven. I'm trying to think which receivers you'd have over him that, like, for instance, Liss on our rankings doesn't have. So that makes sense. And keep in mind, I do four shows a week with Chris Liss, who is yeah. also – not only does he run our projections, but he's also a Giants guy. Um, and he was a Beckham guy in, in most in most particular. and by the way, I'm in lockstep with him on Beckham versus team ownership, previous coaches, all that stuff. Way with him on that, his takes there. But nonetheless, it's always good to get a refreshing, different point of view
2: i think he's i think he's there's a clear gap after him i I, mike evans is is creeping there but uh, i i still think there's a big gap there between beckham and evans Uh, evans has been a guy i haven't really been big on ever in his career for some reason i just he just doesn't do it for me but uh, i know he produces and i've I've been i've been a big guy on a, a big uh chris godwin guy since he came into the league and i'm I'm not exactly thrilled about his uh, ascend up the draft board, but uh, right, I, I can't, I can't, I can't be, I can't be mad at a guy the, that I like going high. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's a lot of people in the Chris Godwin room now. uh yes. you, you don't, you have to kind of elbow your way through to try to make sure you get him, which means you may not get him anymore. I mean, no. if if he's if he's your guy, he's everyone's guy, and that means you either reach for him a little bit, no, you get lucky to get him at at ADP. Or you're just not getting him because you're ne- he's never sliding anymore. That's, let's put no, it that way. Not at all, no. Especially when you get some in- uncertainty with other people around him. Uh, you know, you, you yeah. see like Edelman dropping a little bit because of his thumb, for instance, or you see Shepard with his his thumb injury. Although Shepard's well below him now, anyhow. But Cooper dropping down, perhaps it, yeah. it does change the uh, the equation there just a little bit.
2: No, I've actually I've only got one share of Godwin in in eleven drafts so far. So, I mean. He's a guy. He's a guy I like. He's a guy I like a lot. But I'm not. I'm not paying that early fourth round price where he's going right now.
1: Right. At what point, you know? So, in these in BB tens, there's an overall component in addition to winning your league, right? Um, Is at what point do you try? You know, does it make sense to reach up for one of your guys? Make sure you get them.
2: Oh, there's a there's a there's a level for that in every league. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't I don't typically concern myself with the overall competition and the bb10s it's such a it's such a deep there's so many teams i mean you're, it's sure. just, you're just gonna you're gonna luck into that overall winner it's not gonna be because you took a bunch of chances here or there it's not it's not like a a a, a 400 person league like the nffc prime time or, or 2000 person league like the online it's i mean there's gonna be 10 probably tens of thousands of teams or so it's gonna be a team that's just Okay. Total, total random that hits on everybody and, and, and that wins that one. All so right. I'm just, I'm dropping to win my league
1: pretty much every time. Those things. Good to know. Good, very good. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about best ball strategy uh, later in the pod. Uh, I do want to, I, I do have a kind of a related question to that. So uh, we'll come back to that too. Uh, one more news item uh, Darius Geis not gonna play the preseason game against the Bengals he hasn't yet been cleared for full contact you know well you know 12 months after his torn ACL remember he got hurt in the very first preseason game last year uh, I remember because I was drafting during it uh, <laughs> and saw people who had him and then we all scrambled to try to find his replacement and then haha we're gonna sign Adrian Pearson and it's not gonna matter uh, but this is concerning especially with the Washington medical staff uh, and and all the bang up job they've done with some of their other players here.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm just really hoping they're just protecting him a little more than, yeah than normal. Um, if he, if he's not ready, that's a, that's a longer recovery time than, than most, most guys are taken in this modern age. So um, I don't know, maybe they're just, they're just realizing they're probably not in any kind of position to compete this year. And why, why, why risk it why, I mean you got AP under contract for another year why not want to just run him into the ground and save, save, save guys for, for 2020 and maybe, right. maybe maybe Haskins will be maybe Haskins will take a step forward and not be as uh, much of a mess as he's looked so far in camp and uh, maybe he'll roll out with Haskins and guys in 2020 and that's their plan
1: right and it looks like Keenum is by default going to be your starter uh without trent williams protecting his backside by the way so good luck That'll with be, that
2: yeah, yeah he's gonna do well
1: yeah good times <laughs> had by had by none uh guys adp right now is 34th running back in the online championship uh so that basically is like for the last couple you know last month and a half it's a little bit more recent data and it's you know, the one that i think i'm gonna be referring to the most when i look at all the nffc universe type of leagues uh that that's thirty fourth running back seventy eight point six six overall a range of fifty two to one eleven. I don't have I've done six leagues so far five drafts and one auction and I don't have guys anywhere.
2: I think I might have one, maybe yeah, I, have two, I have two out of my eleven. I'm actually I actually really like the risk guys. Say I wish I I wish them well. Yeah, of uh, course. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm not not happy that Trump Williams is is. Uh, looking for more money or a trade but uh and that team is not in really good position to have a productive offense but uh I, I think that 30 that 32 33 spot is relatively fair for him i mean if you're in that range and you need a starter there's there's probably better ways to go uh, i mean you can grab like a duke johnson in that range right now get you some catches or 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 Couple other guys, Jordan Howard might get you some solid production at least for the first half of the season. But if you're looking for a flyer and guy that could be really good, and guys could be the guy. I mean, yeah. guys, Pen, guys Penny in that range. Probably.
1: Yeah, and if he keeps dropping a little bit, the longer yeah, you know, yeah the longer yeah. he's out, the longer Williams is holding out, the lower his price goes. Then yeah, then it makes sense. Makes, if it makes he's, a
2: better value there. Yeah. When
1: you, he's your RB four, yeah. By all huh. means, you know when he's your RB two, you're like, oh, I don't know. Uh,
2: yeah, that's that's probably not the spot where you take yeah. him. But the,
1: I guess that that the zero running back crowd probably loves him as, as uh, a great flyer. I, I haven't noticed
2: a lot of the the zero running running back honks buying in on him. Okay, at least in drafts I've seen, they, they're they're more in the the Royce Freeman camps, the Latavius Murray camp. Uh,
1: yeah, in that that's in sure. that range, so. Yeah, and and of course, if you're playing in a PPR league and zero running back, you're looking for the pass-catching backs, too, a little bit more because sure. they provide that baseline for you. Um, so that, that's a different way to tackle that. Uh, before we move on, a quick note from our primary sponsor, Yahoo DFS, and we thank them for sponsoring every one of our podcasts. It's officially August, which means football season is around the corner. And Yahoo Fantasy has introduced a new fantasy football game called Best Ball that lets you get in on the action now. With Best Ball, you draft your fantasy football team And that's it. You don't need to do a thing once you've drafted your team. Each week, the top-scoring players at each position on your roster will automatically count towards your weekly score. Forget about the time commitment. No waiver wire. No trades. No adding or dropping players. No having to make those tough start or sit decisions. Focus on the best part of fantasy football, the draft. Tired of doing mock drafts for your fantasy team and having other players drop out early and not finish the draft? Free best ball leagues give you the most accurate ADP or average draft position of players before the season starts. Can't get enough fancy football but don't want to manage those teams all season? You can draft up to 50 best ball teams. In other words, five times what Russ has done already. A lot of leagues you can still do. Play for free or play for cash, but most importantly, get to drafting with Yahoo Fantasy Best Ball. Join a league today at yahoo.com slash best ball. All right, Russ, so uh, we talked about some of the news Let's start to talk about your observations of the player pool. Uh, and my guest, by the way, is Russ Prentice. You can follow him on Twitter. Uh, he's done some writing for us, but you can follow him on Twitter at, at Twitter at Russ1Prentice. Uh, Russ, uh, give me some of the guys. Let's start. Let's go negative first. first. We're in a, I am a little bit in a surly mood. I No, I'm not really. But um, let, let's talk about some of the guys that are your avoids. Who are some of the big name avoids for you?
2: Well, right off the bat, the top Top guy, I'm not. I I don't think I'm going to have a share of anywhere this year. Is probably Patrick Mahomes. Um, he's clearly the QB one. I mean, there's really no doubt about that to me. But I don't think he's worth where he's going in drafts, especially in best balls where you can you can grab two or three quarterbacks and 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 not have to choose who you're starting every week. Uh, right. Uh, in, in a league like like a NFFC online where you've got you gotta set your roster every week i mean Mahomes makes a little more sense but he's going in the early third there uh, with the six point pass touchdowns but uh, in the best balls right now he's going uh, in the last month he's going 39th overall which is obviously that's early fourth and uh, I don't know it just it just it just feels about a round, round and a half too early for my taste and I'd rather especially in that range right there where there's a lot of really good receivers and uh, kind of the end of the last decent tier of starting running backs there. Um, they just, I, 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 am never, I've never been an early quarterback guy and then same and, and Mahomes is, is, is kind of special this year. I mean, he's, he's going about half the ADP of the next guy. who's was just kind of strange as uh, Watson. He's going about 40 spots ahead of Sean Watson in, in the best ball tens right now. Yeah. But I, I just, I can't do it. I can't, I, I'm not buying in on that price. I mean, Show me another year of fifty touchdowns, and then maybe we'll talk next year.
1: But so <laughs> it's tough, you know, because and I, I we're t- I we're just talking with Liz about this. Uh, yes, I think we regress a player that had fifty touchdowns and so many yards, but regress to what? We don't hold him to the same standard as the average quarterback. You hold him to a standard of the best quarterbacks, right? So Correct. you're still he's still going to. I think he's justifiably the the top quarterback taken. Uh, no, no But it's just a question of, and I think you mentioned this is a critical point too, the format. Because it's best ball, I I think it it makes even more sense than in a standard league to wait on him, uh, to wait on QBs, period, uh, and and to not take the plunge on him. I think if you're in a, uh, I I think in other formats, if you can do like stack, like say in the online championship, uh, the 12-team online championship, if you can stack Tyreek Hill in the second and Mahomes in the third, I don't have a problem with that.
2: No, no, there's nothing wrong with that. And some, I've heard a lot of people right now are trying to go with the Kelsey, (laughs) the Kelsey Tyreek Mahomes stack
1: if they can. But, uh, you get into the first round, you can pull that off, except that the Mahomes part would be hard. Yeah, the, the the thing is, yeah, third round reversal you can't because you're getting early third round. Yeah, uh, although I, the one online championship I have played in so far, Mahomes went 1.7, which <laughs> just throws out every plan out the window there.
2: see that's not. I mean, he's going right now. He's going 26th in the, the last ADP. I looked at for right. the, I think for August ADPs, um, which I mean, hey, if that's your if that's your cup of tea, go ahead. But I mean, it's not going to be something I'm jumping in on right now.
1: Right. It's theoretically possible, but yeah, it's, it's tough. Yeah. Uh, so okay, and, and I'm and generally I don't have any of the early QBs so far. Uh, you know, if you, you know, I, I I think there's a case to be made if the whole league waits, but I'm I usually haven't found that yet. Uh, yeah. The leagues I'm in, they're still going early enough, so I have no Mayfield, I have no Rogers. No, I have one Rogers, but it was an auction league, but it's a QB flex league, which is a whole different universe, of course. Uh, Deshaun Watson, I don't have any. I don't have any kyler murray i don't have any cam newton yet although i, I want some cam newton this year in my life uh, <laughs> you know I, I for the most part i'm waiting like nine or ten among quarterbacks i have some wentz i think i have a share of russell wilson so far i've, I've but for the most part i'm a typical wait later on quarterbacks
2: i've got a couple shares of deshaun watson but uh very little rogers and like i said i had no lux, and i don't think i have any mayfields other than maybe one right. s- somewhere but uh the guy I'm buying in on it that that is a not top 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 tier top two tiers is Matt Ryan and yeah uh, and it's not necessarily because Matt Ryan is my guy it's because they've got 13 out of 16 games this year in domes and
1: that's beautiful
2: it's ridiculous and what and the crazy thing is one of those road games outside is Week 17 which doesn't even count. Right. It would be it would be nice to have it though because it's at Tampa, but it's still they of, of the 15 games that they played during the fantasy season they get 13 out of 15 in domes.
1: That's a bummer and, though. You don't you miss out on a Tampa game though.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would be be nice to have that game, but uh, have the extra dome games is it's pretty good. Um, if uh, Julio Jones or Matt Ryan gets hurt this year, I'm not going to have a very good year. Just just put it that way. All right. <laughs> I am very heavy on the Atlanta offense and. Uh, I, I need those guys to stay healthy.
1: Yeah, that makes a whole lot of sense. So let me ask you this. How much schedule analysis do you do? I mean, how much do you weight that when you're uh, evaluating some of these your picks? Because, you know, you spend a lot of time in the player pool. I know you do some baseball, but not a whole lot. You're more of a football guy.
2: Yeah, I'm definitely more of a football guy. I, I like drafting baseball, but I just – with I got two young kids under four, and, and I just can't follow I can't follow 162 games of, of 30 teams anymore. It's just not in my not in my bandwidth. Uh, but the NFL works good for me because I can I can do these slow drafts where I only got to pick once or twice a day, and then the games are only on Sundays, pretty much, other than a couple of night games. And um, in terms of scheduling, I I do I'm a I'm a big Excel guy. I do a lot of uh, a lot of math uh, scheduling analysis, but uh, I don't I don't follow it. I don't follow it as as, as Bible. I, I mean, I use it as tiebreakers for for between a couple between guys and and just mm-hmm. more. I, I look at the playoff schedules for for like my my regular leagues and but for the best balls, I mean, everybody's playing fifteen games out of sixteen weeks in the best ball. So, I mean, in terms of the scheduling, it's most teams are fairly fairly even other than just kind of what division they play in. I mean, I mean the only two games are determined by their their ranking from the previous year, which everybody makes a big deal about a first place or last place schedule, but right. uh, like I like to say it only affects two games, so it's not a, it's not a huge deal to me. I I, I more I more look at uh, leagues where where the playoffs are 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 very important like a like the SFB or, the, or or some cut line games or or, mm-hmm. or, in, or weeks 14 through 16 and, and all the regular drafts. So uh, those are kind of the weeks I focus on uh, and every, everything else is kind of equal to me. It's not a huge deal.
1: Gotcha. Uh, how about a, a running back? Who's a, who are some of the running backs that you are totally fading?
2: Oh, I'm going to piss you off right off the bat, but Joe Mixon's a guy I've never been in on. I just,
1: You're not going to piss me off on that because I don't <laughs> have any Joe
2: Mixon either. I uh, think he's a. I think he's a very talented guy, similar to Drake. If he was on a better team, I think he'd be. I think he'd be a first rounder. But uh, I just a horrendous offensive line with the likely terrible game scripts with with no AJ Green early on, and, and he's he's been relatively injury prone. I mean, he's missed missed a handful of games every year, but uh, I mean. He hasn't had that big injury yet, but who knows? I, I've always been a bigger Gio Bernard fan than most people, but I don't think Gio's going to take his job. But um, if I'm if I'm drafting a guy in the Bengals, I'm taking Gio in the 18th round rather than Mixon in the second. So,
1: yeah, I, I, and you know, here's the thing: I totally agree with you. Uh, I've had I've been drafting I, so. I've had five snake drafts and one auction, and all but one of the, you know, I had number two pick in one of my drafts. The others were nine or 12 or 10. And I don't, and that's a primary to get mixing. I pass them every single time. You know, Jonah Williams, their first round pick, is out either for the season or most of the season with a shoulder injury. Another starter, Clint Bowling, is retired. I just said
2: I'm done.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is a unit that wasn't very good last year. Now, there's a kid named Michael Jordan uh, out of Ohio State, fourth-round pick that looks like he might be winning the left guard job for him. I figure any new blood has to be better than what they already did, but you know they're trying to make sure. They wanted to get Cordy Glenn in, and now he's stuck out at left tackle again. He's going to get destroyed. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's just it's not a good offensive line, and there's only so much scheme and, and coaching will change on that. I think I, I and the you know the Bengals they brought in Zach Taylor because he once knew Sean McVay, um, so yay to them. But you know it's the same owner, same which happens to be the GM, same lack of scouts in the front office, same lack of inac- lack of activity in the free agent market. I, I I'm super pessimistic about my Bengals to the point where I I'm almost wanting to find another team. I, I dabbled with that idea <laughs> last year. Haven't settled on part of the problem is I can't find another team. Like I would totally pick the chargers, except I hate their ownership too. Yeah.
2: Well, I'm from San Diego,
1: so yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> we yeah. don't like the chargers. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, the, the Spanos <laughs> family has been, uh, you know, terrible to the city of San Diego. Yeah. Uh, the fact, I that and just, I mean, they, 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 no one here in LA wanted them, <laughs> you know, and they, they moved here. Anyhow, uh, they're a great team. I like watching it. I like rivers I, a lot. I like I a lot just, of their players.
2: I still like them. I mean, I know, I know they're they're still my team sure. if I if I have one. But uh, I don't know. With all that they did to the, the city down here, they, I mean, it's hard to it's hard to really be backing them too hard. But I actually think they've got a really good shot. I mean, before the Melvin Gordon situation, but I, I think I think they were they were they had a really good shot to make some waves in the playoffs this year with the Patriots probably taking a little step
1: back this year. It's a know, pretty man. good test of the how much is a running back worth theory also, by the way.
2: And I think Eckler and Justin Jackson can handle it fine. So I don't I don't think they're going to miss him all that much other than the war of attrition and of injuries. If, right. the, if Eckler, Eckler or Justin Jackson goes down, they're, they're, they're in trouble. But
1: uh, And I'm a Northwestern guy, so I'm a huge Justin Jackson fan, of course. Justin Jackson, ball carrier. But uh, anyway, uh, I, I think Eckler is the guy you want to own between the two of them, mind you. But oh, yeah, I, sure. I hope Jackson does well. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Uh, before we get into more of uh, Russ's uh, fades and you know some some of his picks, a little bit more business from our friends at Fantasy Football Evolution. Fancy Football Evolution is back for 2019 and better than ever. You spoke and we listened. We've added mock drafting, moved the championship final to NFL Week 16, and made up a, made set, setting up a private competition a snap. Join us and play the game you love it as it was meant to be played. FFE's unique three-stage format delivers the best of season-long fantasy football without the never-ending drafts or late-season absentee owner and waiver wire antics that can develop in traditional leagues. Play as an individual or be the commissioner of your own private league. You'll get 16 weeks of action for just $25. You could be the next FFE $25,000 champion. Maximize your chances by owning multiple teams. Optional auto-draft and lineup assists can help you manage them with ease. It's all here. What are you waiting for? Register now at fancyfootballevolution.com and join the Evolution. Availability varies by states. Visit fancyfootballevolution.com for details. <laughs> all right. So uh, a couple things we uh, want to talk about. A couple more fades uh, before we move on. Give me another running back. I need another running back you're not touching at all.
2: Uh, Josh Jacobs. Okay, uh, why? Similar similar to the mix-in. I, Raiders O-line is kind of a... Not very good. Uh,
1: uh, good enough guy. reason, right there. That's enough.
2: Uh, and uh, similar, they're all going. They're going to be in poor game scripts too for them. And uh, it's kind of strange. I, I literally have heard nothing about him. This this camp. I mean, I'm not a word. I, I haven't heard good, bad, indifferent. I mean, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but uh, I haven't heard anything about Josh Jacobs.
1: Well, I there's mean, been so many other storylines, right? Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, I've been a David Montgomery fan for for 18 months. I had him as my RB one in this this draft coming in, even before this last week of of helium. But uh, I I prefer David Montgomery over Josh Jacobs, even with Josh Jacobs going. In the first round, I, I i didn't I didn't get it. Uh, so,
1: I'm in a so. dynasty league, and I've yep. got the second pick. And all along, I was trying like I didn't see You know i I, I wasn't as big on Montgomery as you, uh, and I, I didn't plan it out nearly as early as you, for that matter, either. Uh, but I, I, I'm kind of I, I'm fearing now the scenario. I'm not. I'm hoping not to have is where Montgomery goes one, and then I yep. have to decide: Do I have to take Jacobs? I kind of like Miles Sanders better than Jacob, I, I, too. I
2: think I go Miles Sanders right now. I really do. I think the Eagles are. I think the Eagles are the favorite to win the Super Bowl. Uh, that team is just—they're really, really good.
1: Again. I agree. Uh, I actually agree with you quite a bit. Yeah. That—that's. I, I don't like. I don't like agreeing with my guests so much. But <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I do agree with you on that. So, yeah, I feel like
2: you do I, it's a, I, dynasty. It's a dynasty too. You're looking down the road. I mean. Are the Raiders going to get better? Probably, but the Eagles are already good, and Miles Sanders could help you this year potentially, and right. he's going to he could be really good next year too. So,
1: and mind you, my running backs in this league are tragic, like oh. horrible, horrible, you know, really, really bad. Like I might be starting Justin Jackson at this point yeah. in time. But well,
2: might not be bad. I don't know. I, I just look at the potential bust, bust. Yeah, uh, potential bust of Josh Jacobs. I mean, I'd rather take Sanders. I think he's a lot safer and has. <laughs> Just enough, just as much upside as Jacobs.
1: I mean, I'm thinking there's zero chance I'm going to get two out of Mon- get both Montgomery and Sanders now, uh, the way it's worked out. But uh,
2: well, what other pick do you have?
1: Six. I have two uh, and six.
2: No chance. Yeah, you're looking, you're looking at a receiver or like Hawkinson or something there.
1: Yeah, I mean Kyler Murray will go as one of those early ones, uh, but yeah. Is it? it?
2: Is it a super
1: flex or just regular? No, just regular. Uh, but yeah. someone, you know, there'll be someone that's a big Kyler Murray honk. I'm guessing. I'm hoping, uh, just because he's a running quarterback, he could be a huge difference maker. If you know, if someone puts him on the same, like. Potential as uh, as as you know Deshaun Watson or something of that nature, then maybe he goes. I mean, you know, we've heard like my I had Brad Evans on the uh, pod a couple about a month ago, and you know he's driving that train as much as anybody. Uh, someone else subscribes to that point of view, maybe, but he's also flogging Montgomery too, so it doesn't do me any good. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. Uh, but uh, we'll find out with that. All right, uh, wide receiver, give me one that you're avoiding there.
2: Um. You got a couple guys, but uh guy I haven't even like I haven't even considered at his ADP yet this year and, and, and I'm kind of upset that there's been recent bad news on him, but uh Dante Pettis is a guy I haven't even I haven't even I not even like thought about taking him where he's going. Um I, I saw I looked at his numbers. His numbers aren't bad last year. I saw some of his tape. He's I mean he's a talented player, but I don't know. I just don't I don't that that offense runs through Kittle, and they're gonna. I think they're gonna try to run the ball more this year, uh, even though that they have a good. They're they're getting Garoppolo back. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna go nuts with Garoppolo coming off the injury. So I, I think they're gonna. They're yeah. kind of gonna keep what they were doing, try to try to slow games down a little, because I mean their their defense, their defense is much improved uh, as long as Bosa comes back healthy. Um, I, I don't I don't know. I just uh, all the positive news on Kendrick Bourne and Jalen Hurd is kind of. It just solidifying my my avoidance of Pettis, and then the guy that everyone's totally forgetting about. I mean, the guy was a fourth, fifth, sixth rounder last year. Was Marquise Goodwin. I mean, yeah, the guy had an injury. It wasn't like he was just garbage. I mean, they had no quarterback after Garoppolo went down last year. I mean, it's tough to just write off Goodwin.
1: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm with you on so. that one there too. I like him. Um, yeah, it's it's you know, kind of tricky to you know, sort through all the varying options in this passing game. We know Kittle's going to get his. I think that's the only certainty.
2: That's the only one, yeah.
1: yeah. I happen to like, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of happen to like a little bit on the running back side. I like Tevin Coleman. I like his price, and I um, like his fit with the offense and with Shanahan.
2: I I don't. Okay. <laughs> Tell me more. Um, I know he's a talented player. I liked him in at Atlanta. I just, uh, I mean, the... I, I, I'm a Breida guy. I like I like Matt Breida quite a bit. Uh, I just
1: you can I, I get, get Breida with him though.
2: That's if for you're cheap. gonna do it, if you're gonna do it, that's the way to do it. Um, I, especially with the the McKinnon news definitely helps him. I mean, I, a week a week ago, I, I was way lower on Coleman than I am now. Sure. Um, but with McKinnon likely starting the year on IR, I mean Coleman shoots up the board quite a bit in my opinion. Absolutely. Um, but I don't know. I, I Breida's super talented in. The thing that he does really well is catch the ball, which is what Coleman does well too. So I'm not sure what they're going to do uh, with those two guys. If it's going to be a, a, almost a 50-50 split or a 60-40 split, and neither one of them is going to be any good until one gets hurt, I don't know. It's just kind of a, it's kind of a murky Maybe situation. Maybe even Mostert
1: gets in the mix a little bit there. I, I, I don't
2: know it's just kind of it's a really murky backfield that that whole offense is murky to me other than Kittle like I said I, he's the only guy I'm willing to buy in anywhere in that offense. okay
1: all right fair enough yeah. um any any like any of the rookies on San Francisco you're willing to invest in like Debo Samuel at all I'm not a
2: not a Debo fan I, I, like I said there's just so many guys try, they're trying to feed there and it sounds like Hurd's got a big leg up on him there
1: you're not so. going to whip it the, the frenzy with Debo there, okay? Good to know. No, no. All right, sorry. <laughs> um, sorry, not sorry. Um, how, okay, on the on the converse side, uh, who is a who's a wide receiver you will go after?
2: Um, I really like Sterling Shepard for the price. Okay. I think uh, I think uh, he was a he was the wide receiver thirty last year. Um, in the twelve games he played with o, Odell Beckham. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not really. God, the broken thumb doesn't really bother me. It was so early in camp, and he's already been back practicing. Although I heard some, I heard a funny thing where he was wearing a non-contact jersey, and and he was Eli wasn't supposed to be throwing to him, but Eli kept throwing to him over and over again. And the defense kept hitting him, so that was that was kind of interesting. But yeah. uh, he's going he's going 92nd overall right now in the 41st receiver. I mean, how can he be the, the wide receiver 30 last year? OBJ leaves town. Golden Tate's going to miss four games. And I mean, it, something doesn't add up there. I mean, how, right. how, how there, there's there's got someone's got to catch the ball there. I mean, they're not going to I know Saquon Barkley is, is a god, but uh, they're not going to run the ball 50 times a game t- to Saquon. They're going to throw quite a bit. They're going to be losing games. So true. I, I think Shepard's going to be the beneficiary early on, especially. I mean, I like I like Evan Ingram quite a bit too. But yeah, same. To, I mean, most most passing offenses support 2, two, two, two plus guys, so I think Shepard's the number one there for for
1: pretty much the whole season. Tate's suspension Tate suspension certainly helps too.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I, I just don't. It doesn't. The math doesn't add up there to me. It's he, he's. I think I think he's a really good value right now.
1: I agree. I, I agree entirely. Uh, how about running back? who's who's a running back that you're ending up with a lot let's go first of all let's go outside the top 4 you know top 4 guys you know cuz anybody will take those guys oh
2: yeah took out those
1: guys um, end of the first you know beginning with the tier that begins starting with you know we'll, we'll even take david johnson out of the equation but bell through let's say the top 15 running backs is there one that you seem like seemingly end up with a lot
2: um I think I target Carryon Johnson quite a bit more than the, any of the guys. Maybe Aaron Jones, but uh, okay. I tend to be drafting receivers in that area Okay. more often than running backs. I, I I like to get if I if I'm if I'm drafting towards the end of the first, I'm I'm trying to get Le'Veon or James Conner or I, I Todd Gurley is like my I think Todd Gurley is the steal of the draft right now. Uh, I mean, you you he could he could. He'd take two thirds of his stats from last year and he's, he still would have been the the R B eight last year. I mean I, I just don't I don't get where he's going in drafts. I mean
1: I think we all got spooked by the usage. Yeah, in, in the championship game and, and the Super Bowl both. Right, uh, and,
2: he's, and he's had the whole offseason to recover. I just don't right. get it. I mean,
1: <laughs> right. And his, he's starting to creep up though. Yeah. You know, I you know, especially as you get bad news elsewhere. Uh, you know, if you're gonna take a chance, why not ch- take a chance on the guy that could be one point one? Uh, yeah. I that's that at least so I have one league where I got girly. I was I had the is uh, hey, you got him like you got him like twenty three, didn't you? Correct. Yeah, uh, that was that was great. That was Pretty useful. Good. You know, you start off with Barkley and then get Gurley. Eh, okay,
2: nice. sure. Okay. You could could have two 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 top five picks in the twenty twenty draft.
1: I'll tell you this though: <laughs> I had the draft been a week earlier, I take Damian Williams over him at the time because before Williams had the hamstring injury. Now I'm sufficiently spooked away a little bit there that I'm waiting for him in the third round. Uh, but I, I was really big on Damian Williams because I, I, you know, they gave him the money. They they did they without saying that they were going to make him the guy, they pretty much said they're going to make him the guy. And we know what running backs and we know what he did last year. It wasn't just what Casey backs do, what backs under redo. It's also what he actually did that made me kind of enth- uh, enthused about Williams.
2: Yeah. My, my big concern with Damian Williams is, is the workload. I sure. mean, go, even going back to college in Oklahoma, he never touched the ball that much. I mean, sure. He, in two years, he had 290 carries, which isn't, which isn't, isn't nothing, but it's not, it's not a, uh, it's not an NFL workload, uh, by any means, uh, yeah, moving forward. And he, I, he, he I just always, I like I actually really liked him when he was in Miami, but I liked him as a, as a third down pass catcher. I never expected him to be the starting running back on a, on a, on the best offense in football. It just doesn't, I don't know. It's kind of scares me. Uh The weird thing about him is I was, I've been drafting a lot of Carlos Hyde and, and a guy I like super deep is not, not Darwin Thompson. I like, I like Darrell Williams out of LSU. Okay. I think he, I think he could be a league winner off a fab or last round pick in in a, in a, in a deep best ball type of thing. I mean, he was, he got, he got, kind of screwed me in the backup to Darius Geis and Fournette at LSU. But, uh, as his, uh, his last year, Geis, Geis's last year, they were, they were this, they both came out of the same draft. Uh, he had 145 carries and averaged almost six yards a carry. Is that Healed good? Nine touchdowns, <laughs> nine touchdowns and average 14 and a half yards a catch. <laughs> so, I mean, the guy's got, the guy's got some skills and he, he, uh, he had a nice, uh, touchdown reception last year and very limited time at the end of the season. But, uh, I think I think if you're gonna if you're gonna draft Damian Williams, you you gotta be going after at least one or two of those other guys. And I don't like investing three picks at the same backfield. But if you're not if you're not drafting Carlos Hyde or, or Darwin Thompson or or Dur- at least Darrell Williams, you're not you're not doing well with Damian Williams. It's, so, it's playing with fire.
1: So let me ask it's you a, this: uh, yeah. uh, you know, so you're I, generally speaking. Are you a handcuff guy, or is that, and are you more so in a best ball than you would be in a normal league?
2: No, I'm less so typically in a best ball, and, and I, I'm more like i more like to draft the guys who are be other people's handcuffs.
1: Okay, uh, I love that one.
2: I I, 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 I like to draft six different teams. Okay. Team, I, I I'm, not, I'm not saying I won't handcuff here or there, but uh, it yeah. has to be like a really good value. I mean, it has to be getting like a Tony Pollard a couple rounds later than he's been going or or something along those lines. But uh, uh, not that I'm not that I'm drafting Zeke right now. So,
1: right. (laughs) But uh, um, no, I I Scares me to death. Scares me to death with him. I I don't know. It's the
2: Melvin Gordon and Zeke situations. I have no idea what's going on there. I'm just kind of avoiding them unless they're they're just ridiculous values.
1: Don't you hate that? That's become part of the job description. The holdout analysis, uh, the you know, domestic violence analysis person. I mean, I mean ah. I'm glad that they are things you – know, don't get me wrong. I don't want to be yeah. flipped. I, I'm glad that they're cracking down on this and taking it seriously. But I, I hate knowing not – you know, trying to factor in an unknown factor is more what I'm trying to get at here.
2: Yeah. Uh, the Michael Thomas uh, holdout didn't really phase me all that much because – <laughs> The league has realized well, most most teams have realized that the running backs are aren't 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 exactly the guys you should be investing in. But uh, there was no way New Orleans was going to let Michael Thomas slide into the regular season. So Catch man look, gets paid. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, it didn't. That one that one didn't bother me all that much. But sure. uh, I, these running back guys scare me. I mean, the Zeke one sounds like. I mean, Melvin Gordon literally, they haven't even, he hasn't even talked to the Chargers apparently in like over a week. I mean, the, the Zeke one there at least the, the bad news is is some news. At least yeah. they're 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 not uh, they're not on the same page. But the Melvin Gordons sounds like no news. And that, yeah. that, that's not that's not a good thing.
1: They did say they were in contact with them, okay. as opposed well, to the I'm, Steelers I'm came out last night. We have no idea where he is. Great, <laughs> and you know there was a lot of reasons. They there was some pre hate. There too, which is I don't think was present with Gordon, but yeah, it's yeah. not looking good for either of these guys. Uh, it's really kind of it's really kind of scary.
2: Yeah, Le- Le'Veon Bell was probably my highest on running back last year, so I, I'm kind of avoiding these guys like the plague this year.
1: <laughs> understandable, understandable. It, it, I've I've made this analogy before, but he opened up Pandora's box. That yeah. this is possible now. This See, is.
2: I think he was my most common first round pick. And I think Gronk was my most common second round Ouch. pick. I, I did not have a very good
1: year last year. Yeah. <laughs> Narrator. These were not good picks. Yeah. I had my, my, uh, I only had one bell team, but it was a disaster, even though I did get Connor. Uh, it was one of those things where we start, uh, like we slow drafted the first round and I made the pick. And the day after they said, oh, okay, this is a holdout. This is look like, like it's like this holdout is real now. Cause you know, he did it the year before, and just missed training camp. It was like, no big deal. So I was like, okay, this could going to be the same as last year. It wasn't. Um, and even though I got Connor later, I mean, you throw away 1.2 in your, in your draft. Okay, well, it, you, it's really hard to recover from that. Very hard, yes. Yeah. Uh, before we move on, one more piece of business from our friends at AutoNew. AutoNew Fantasy Football lets you build your fantasy football dynasty like a real GM. It's a better fantasy football, auction-based, deep rosters and college player prospects stash the next rookie of the year while he's still tearing up Saturdays trade for superstars to make a championship push develop a team over multiple years play against the best fantasy football competition on the internet visit ottoneu.com, u.com Autonew.com today all right ross so we've talked about some of your likes your dislikes um let's talk strategy let's talk best ball strategy how do you – first of all, how do you like to build your team?
2: Uh, I'm pretty standard. I, I like uh, – I mean, the two quarterbacks, two tight ends, two defenses, and then um, I'm typically a, a – And this is for of,
1: BB10s, by the way. Just correct, like, 20,
2: 20 roster 20, – yeah. 20 spots in the roster. Um, I typically go for five five running backs and seven receivers, and then that leaves me two open spots to either – Grab a sixth running back, an eighth receiver, a third tight end. Maybe I need a third quarterback if I if I want some depth. Um, I'm not a third tight end or a third uh, defense person, but I, as some people are. I typically I, I do analysis on my on my defenses and look for the good pairings. So I'd say I think I'm I'm okay with two typically in those. So uh, I, I, most of my teams end up with with six to seven running backs, seven to eight wide receivers, and then two at the other positions.
1: Do you have a preference on like do you want to start off running back, running back, running back, receiver? Uh, does it, mix, where is sorry. it?
2: I mix it up quite a bit. um i don't i don't I don't usually go in with any preconceived notions other than if I really want to try something unique from a certain spot and that's usually at the end of the first round, I can go with a crazy wide receiver draft there. Um, let me see. I did one recently where. Yeah, I did one recently where I started out uh, from the 11 spot. I started out with uh, Smith-Schuster, Kelsey, Edelman, Galladay, Allen Robinson, and Alshon Jeffrey, and Curtis Samuel in the first seven rounds. Okay. <laughs> so that was just kind of a fun one to, uh, to try to go with. a. That's going to be your best team. The fun yeah, one's I mean, always the best the team. Last year I did the same thing. I didn't take a running back until the 10th round, and it was my second best team out of 29.
1: Yeah,
2: 29. Uh, so wow, I did two 29 best balls last year. There's people out there who do hundreds of them. So yeah, I, don't I know. Think I'm too crazy. Uh, but no, it, typically I'm I'm I just take value um, where it falls. I, I I like I like the receivers towards the end of the first round, unless there's uh, unless Le'Veon's falling there. I actually think Le'Veon's in a pretty good spot this year. That that the jets kind of sneakily up upgraded their line towards the end of the end of the summer here. It was uh, kind of out of nowhere. They added two starters, two starters about two weeks ago. Then not a lot that didn't get a whole lot of news, but uh, um, I don't think he's going to be as good as he was in Pittsburgh, but right. I mean in Pittsburgh, he was a top two or three pick. I mean, sure. I'll t- I like, I love him. At, I love him. In the seven to nine range seven to nine, 10, 11 range. I like him um, a
1: lot better with the jets than I do Brown with the Raiders.
2: Yes, me too. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was, I was grabbing Antonio Brown. I don't know, 19, 20, 21, But I, I'm done with that. I, I've got enough of him. I'm, <laughs> he scared me enough with the the foot thing, and then, I just Derek, Derek Carr just he couldn't even he couldn't even get Cooper to have a decent year. So, right uh, the one one random year he had. So I don't know. I just I I kind of just go after what's there, and uh, uh, I do like a, a lot of the big receivers at the end of the first. So more often than not I'm coming out of the first two rounds with two good receivers or a receiver and a girly or, or, uh, like I said, like a, if I get a lady on our corner towards the end of the first, I'll usually come back with a receiver in the second. But, uh, that's just because that's where the good receivers are going. I, I really like Julio. I like Juju. I like, I like Michael Thomas, like, uh, uh, Tyree kill now. And, uh, so I don't know. That's just kind of what I do in the first two rounds. And the, if I'm drafting early on, I'm I'm never passing on those big the big running backs. I mean, I'm always going one of those three right now. Right, I am not a huge fan of the four or five picks now. <laughs> they, they were they weren't terrible before, but uh, David Johnson kind of scares me a, a bit. I just think the the offense might be fun to watch, but that offensive line is so bad, and you got the rookie quarterback there, and he's going to force balls into the receivers when he should be dumping down to David Johnson. And I don't know. I, just, I like David Johnson. He's he's been one of my guys for since he came into the league. But uh, I don't know. am not a huge fan this year. I mean, I, I know I say that schedule doesn't mean a lot, but uh, that's a tough division to run in with the Rams and an improved Niners front. And Seahawks are always always tough to play, at least in Seattle. So I don't he, know.
1: He, th- you know, that is one of the big mysteries this year. Is you know how how much is the air raid going to work? How much are they committed to it? How does it work with David Johnson? Now, typically, I like running backs in spread formations just because it's you don't find those seven-man boxes. They try to get them out in space a little bit. But it also might be that they pull them from the field a little bit more often. And, you know, Chase Edmonds might get a few yep. more snaps. And as you mentioned, it's a tough division.
2: And, and their 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 tackles are horrendous. I mean, yeah. The char, the Chargers were playing their their third stringers against them in their last weekend, and they were just running right by them. I mean, Murray Murray completed six of seven, but I don't think he threw the ball more than five yards downfield, uh, maybe more, maybe one aside from maybe one time. And the thing another thing I don't like is they're they're kind of trying to stealthily. Not show their offense in the preseason, which doesn't exactly instill a lot of confidence in me with a rookie quarterback and a rookie coach in a terrible line. I mean, I I would be trying to get as many reps as I could against against other teams, starters who don't know what's coming. (laughs) So I don't know. It doesn't it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me what they're doing down there. But uh, I I like Kyler Murray. I think he's going too high in drafts, but I like Kyler Murray. Um,
1: I mean, it's not like you can't pull up college film. I mean, you can see what Texas Tech did. You can see what Kyler Murray did. I mean, that's readily available. And I understand personnel is different, but it's still going to be the same base principles.
2: Yeah, but Oklahoma has a hell of a lot better offensive line. In college football, than
1: relative, Card- yeah.
2: Cardinal, Cardinals have in the NFL, so
1: yeah. But Texas Tech actually might be pretty instructive. It's not like they're getting blue chippers yeah. all the time, no. um, and that's that's where he got a lot of you know. Obviously, that's how he got hired was all because of the, his work on the offensive side there, of the ball. So there's not a, yeah, there's not a whole lot of blue chip defenders though in the Big Twelve. Fair point. Fair <laughs> point indeed. Uh, yeah, you're right. There was a lot of shootouts there. TCU, I mean, they can play some defense that like they have in some years, although I remember some of the tcu yeah, texas Tech shootouts in West Virginia. And all. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm talking myself out of this real quick. But, <laughs> all right. Uh, TCU-Baylor, oh, God. Oh, if you played college fantasy football, that was just a joy. Lots, uh, lots of points. Lots yes, good times had by all. All right. Uh, so you said that you're not a big handcuff uh, uh, guy when it comes to best ball. Uh, how about stacking? Are you big on stacking?
2: I don't. I don't actively go out trying to do it. I. I. Uh, in the middle of drafts, I, I might lean, lean a little more weight to it if it's a guy I like. Uh, like if I draft Juju Smith-Schuster, I think Ben Roethlisberger is still one of the best values on the board this year. I, I mean, I know Antonio Brown left, but it's still the Steelers. It's, they still have an elite offensive line. They're still going to throw the ball a bunch. I, I just He was the QB three last year. and Right now he's going off at QB 14. I mean, yeah. What, why? Why? <laughs> why is he going five spots after Carly Murray? I mean, if you flip those two, I don't think, I don't think I would, I would, I would question it at all. And it's just like, sure. I'll take Ben Roethlisberger. If you want to give him to me in the 14th rounder.
1: 13th round, I, I think that's a reflection too of the QB pool too right now. Yeah, that there I, are so like I love Cam Newton at thirteen. Yeah. I, you know, Russell Wilson's twelve. I mean, these are all guys that have gone way early uh, there.
2: Jared, Jared Goff's a guy I think is criminally undervalued too. I mean, yeah, and, and he's only
1: he? dropped because of the way the Rams finished. Uh,
2: okay, I mean, Gurley's back. I think Gurley's yeah. back. That's what most people don't think Gurley's back, but I think he is back. Yeah. I don't think he's going to be. 400 point Todd Gurley, but he's going to be 320 point Todd Gurley potentially, and these and their offense is going to be, eh, I mean, somewhere somewhere a little a little less than they were clicking in the first half. But I mean, it's they're not going to be, they're not going to be garbage. I mean, why I why <laughs> why is golf going in Q B twelve? I don't get it. Yeah,
1: well, and especially because I'll say Murray at eight, and actually Breeze at nine. I don't want any part of either of those at that price. Absolutely.
2: I'm not touching Breeze and I don't think the Breeze thing is really to do with his age or the, or at all either. No, it's just think, how they
1: run their offense.
2: Well, they have a, a much improved defense. Yeah. I, their defense is so much better than it's ever been during Breeze's tenure there that they can sit on the ball in the fourth quarter, and right. there's no reason there's no reason for them to throw the ball 50 times a game. They can they can they can dink and dunk and, and get Kamara going, and, and I guess Latavius this year and. There's no reason for, for Breeze to be gone and throwing 50, 60 times a game. I, mean,
1: I agree days. with that. Yeah. Uh, and moreover, uh, you know, it's just this is this is this, this is a function of design. They, they want to run the ball more. They want yeah. shorter passes. They want the defense to be on the field, you know, the defense to kind of dictate things. And they want to grind it out more. They they want to run fewer plays by yeah. design.
2: It runs the clock. They end the game quicker. If, you, if you're running the ball down the other team's throat, you're going to win a lot of games.
1: They, they've they definitely had a turnabout in how they manage their team. So, yeah, and so I'm I'm with Liz. I'm with you. I'm not going to have him, at least not until he drops. Like, if he's QB 15, fine. But I'd rather have 10 through 14 over Murray and Breeze, who are 8 and 9, respectively. I'd rather have Winston, Goff, Wilson, Newton, or Ben ahead of all those guys. I like, uh, yep. I
2: like all those guys over,
1: yeah. over Breeze. What say you on Mitchell Trubisky, uh, running quarterback, Not the greatest throwing quarterback, but another year in the the new system, uh, probably better options to work with this year. Where are you on him?
2: I like him in the four point pass touchdown leagues. I'm not huge on him in the six point touchdown leagues. Uh, um, I don't, I don't, I, I still think he's a backup in any of the formats, uh, Uh, but he's a, but he's a solid He's a higher end backup in the four point leagues, in my opinion. I, I, I like Alan Robinson. I like, I really like Anthony Miller this year. Um, he's not going to be the old Antonio Brown, but if you're looking for a guy, who could be an Antonio Brown light. Anthony Miller could be the guy, um, they don't have many other weapons other than Terry Cohen, though, in the pass game. I mean, Trey Burton turned out to be a huge bust last year. And, and I mean, they've got Taylor Gabriel or whatever. But uh, David Montgomery is a very good pass catcher. I think he's going to surprise people I mean that aren't believers in him. So, I mean, Trubisky's good. I don't think he's going to be a world beater. I don't think he's going to be a QB1. But I think he can, he can be a, a, a good guy as a QB2 for – bi week fill-ins or bad matchups for your your low- end qb one starter or mm-hmm. if guy gets hurt he's gonna be a solid fill-in for a couple weeks but I, I like he'd say he's there's there I mean there's so many quarterbacks this year I mean I, I, I honestly I have Tom Brady ranked 22nd right now and I don't think it's that out of line at all. It's, it's not because uh, I don't like Tom Brady. I think it's just where he goes, where uh, he should go.
1: To your point, <laughs> he's the twenty-first ADP yeah. QB right now. Yeah,
2: and, so and that's ridiculous. And I, I
1: and, <laughs> and I got him. I got him and Lamar Jackson. I was the last person to draft a QB in that in yeah. that league. I got I really him.
2: Really liked your team there.
1: Oh, thank yeah. you, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, but I got Jackson and Brady, thirteenth and fourteenth yeah. round, respectively. QBs twenty and twenty-one. I was yeah. like okay, fine. But,
2: Lamar Jackson's my guy. I love Lamar Jackson in the in the in the four point leagues. I'm not that big on him in NFFC format because he get takes a big ding on the the sure. the one for twenty passing and six point touchdowns. But people out there who think, oh, he doesn't throw or he's going to get hurt running. Well, guess what? He's going to throw a lot more this year and he's going to run less. He's going to be he's he's going to surprise a lot of people. I mean, I, people don't think they have any passing weapons. They've got. They've got a couple guys who could sneak up on people this year. And then, uh, I mean, Miles Boykin is it's a guy I'm, I'm in love with right now. And I, I, I don't know, I got, I got him in a league the other day for a, a dollar in a, a rookie auction. And I was just like, thanks, guys. I mean, it was, <laughs> I was like, I was expecting to go to like four or five on him. And then they let me have him for a buck. I, I really like Willie Sneed as a, as a, as a, as a just a, a, a target hog type of security blanket for him. I don't think he's going to score much, but the guys that I think are going to surprise are their tight ends. I I think Mark Andrews and Hayden Hurst are going to, they're just going to throw middle stuff all day. And and I'm hoping Lamar can, can make big, big strides this year. And I really think he can. I mean, anybody who watched him play at Louisville knows he can throw the ball. I mean,
1: yeah, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I'm with you on that too. Uh, I mean, the, the, just, I'm buying into, switching from Marty Morningweg to Greg Roman. I mean, I think that's a huge sea change. Yep. Yep. Uh, and moreover, it's starting the year with him as a star, not not yes. as a gimmick, yep. not, as a backup, camp camp. not as a backup, not as oh god, we got to switch our type of offense, let's change our plays, let's make it vanilla. No, yep. they this is they're going to maximize him this year. I yeah, love and having, it.
2: And having Mark Ingram who's actually a, turned into a pretty solid pass catcher out of the backfield. Yes. Field. I, that's a huge upgrade from Gus Gus Edwards, who I actually think Gus Edwards is a pretty good player, but he he couldn't catch a ball if he handed it to him. So
1: yeah. uh, I love I, I love Ingram this year too. By the way, I do, I do too. I like Ingram a lot. Yeah, I, mean, I really, really lo- and functionally, yeah. I like running. I like quarterback. I like running backs on teams with mobile quarterbacks. Yep. I, I think it opens up the whole world for him. Yes, you lose some at the goal line, yeah, but, but the trade off's worth it.
2: Can't crash down as much. They got they got to be there for for contain on Lamar. It's just like he's just going to see open, open holes in the box all day.
1: Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. Uh, Any other tips before we let you go? Any, like what's your, when you are approaching a best ball format versus your standard scoring league, your standard league, what's the one big difference? What's one thing that you always want to keep in mind when you're drafting in a best ball format? Um,
2: The best balls, I think you're, I, I just go for volume. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not looking for, I don't know. I'm not looking for that big stud quarterback or big stud tight end. Even though I've, I've drafted Kittle quite a bit, um, you can attack those positions with quantity. I mean, there's no reason to there's no reason to jump on on like a, a Mahomes, for example. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is obviously the the QB one, but I mean, give me two of those guys down in that that 10 to 15 range, you know, yeah. I'm I'm going to the bank with those guys. So I, I don't know. I think. You get those guys, and all you have to do is is find some some lucky weeks where they alternate alternate good scores, and you're you're getting a much better value than spending a, a top four round pick on Mahomes. So.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I will say also uh, because it's best ball, uh, I want to have my two quarterbacks have different bye weeks. Uh, that's I don't I don't ever want to carry a zero.
2: <laughs> that's not that's that's a given. That, that's actually one of the reasons why I did not draft before the NFL schedule came out this year. Right. Uh, last year I did a couple drafts before that, and I got dinged on. I got dinged at tight end, I think, on one on one of my weeks, yeah. where I, I was uh, I was I had nobody one week, but uh, uh, I held I held off until until mid March this year. I was it was really tough, but I I I, uh, I did it. I pulled it off.
1: Way to go! Achievement <laughs> unlocked. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Uh one thing though that I do want people to, to can keep an eye on is week twelve. Week twelve, there's only four teams on by, but oh man, there's a lot of guys that are that are fantasy relevant. You're looking at Kansas City, uh the Chargers, Minnesota, and who's the other one? Uh oh brain fart right now.
1: All right, uh, we can pull it up here. Pull up the schedule.
2: Yeah, um, Minnesota.
1: Oh, in Arizona. Okay, Arizona, Minnesota, the Chargers,
2: and and Kansas City. I mean, you just got guys everywhere that are that are fantasy relevant there. There, there's another week, week ten, where there's six teams off, but I think week twelve is actually worse than that week. So. Keep an eye on those week twelve guys, where where you're loading up on those, especially in like uh, some of the uh, big tournaments where week twelve is one of the last weeks before the playoffs. If you're if you're not in really good position to make it into the playoffs and you're half your team's on by week twelve, you're going to be you're not going to be happy. So keep an eye on that
1: one. Right, exactly. Um, I remember last year. You know, it's funny. Uh, it wasn't necessarily that it, it was like a lot of teams on by, but. I think, weren't the Chiefs and Rams on bye in the same week uh, last year? I remember it was like... Yeah,
2: they put them on, they put them on bye the same week after they played the, the game in Mexico City, which ended up being played in L.A.
1: Right, right. And it's like, yeah, you didn't expect that to... You know, we knew, like, okay, two good teams. And I think but, a lot of people are like, okay, Chiefs are going to... Yeah, I remember Mark Stopa saying, Chiefs are going to be the ticket to the carnival. And he wasn't the only one by any means, but that he he was trumpeting it and it turned out to be more than true and then of course that game completely lived up to the expectation level uh, but yeah that following week I was like oh they they're not here and week 12 is kind of a big deal that's kind of late in the season you're trying to cement that playoff spot late buys are usually a good thing cuz that means you don't have to uh, replace guys uh, right away especially you know if you ever if you've got like an elite kicker like you get Harrison Butker he's got a late buy that's great yep. Except then you have to replace them in that one week when it's a critical yep. week. But yeah, you, know, no, you just week, have to deal week, with that. Yeah, week week twelve is the final week
2: of the SFB regular season, it's the final week of the all the draft uh, the draft tournaments. Yeah. So I mean, you got to keep an eye on keep an eye on those week twelve guys. I mean, just just looking at the receivers, you're looking at Tyree Kill, Keenan Allen, Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs. I mean, it's like four of your top fifteen guys, twelve guys.
1: Yeah, that's tough. That Travis really Kelsey, tough.
2: Mahomes, Gurley. I mean, David Johnson, you're uh, – not Gurley, yeah. sorry, not Gurley, but uh, yeah. Dalvin Cook. and David
1: Week 10 also pretty big. Uh, yeah. Pats, Eagles, on. Texans. Uh, Jaguars, who cares? Uh, the Washington, <laughs> Washington Football Washington, Club, who cares? <laughs> uh, yeah, super, who cares? And Broncos, who knows? Uh, yeah. um, but uh, you know, that that's, that's that one is a little bit uh, tricky for me. To that try. One's real
2: tricky. That one gets really tricky at running back. Yes, it does. Uh, I, I, I've I've caught myself in a bunch of situations where I've already had two guys by as week ten at running back, and I want to drop the third, and I'm just like. Crap, i got to go elsewhere I can't have a third out of my four or five guys in week off
1: week 10. Absolutely. And if you're doing an auction, it's even harder to keep track of that. During a draft, usually the draft software is there right in front of you there. But sometimes in an auction, it's easier to lose track of this. So always something to be aware of there. Yep, yep. All right. That's going to wrap up today's podcast. Uh, I want to thank my guest, Russ Prentice, for jumping on with us. Uh, Follow Russ on Twitter at Russ1Prentice. Uh, You can please subscribe, rate, and review our, all of our podcasts on RotoWire.com. If you don't already subscribe to RotoWire, go to RotoWire.com slash pod, and please uh, go ahead and get that 10-day trial, get access to everything on the site. Uh, we'll be back at you again tomorrow. Uh, thanks again for listening to the RotoWire podcast.
2: Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe.